13th floor. The 13th floor. Welcome everybody to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I'm your moderator, B. Jones, and I'm joined this week by my main man, Mike D. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Tay? Not too much, not too much. Mr. Logistics, you in the building? Maybe not. Everything's good, man. <laughs> Another beautiful day in Zamunda. Let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> DJ, Barry wow. B. Fresh, what's going on? Man, another wonderful week. You see what color we got on, folks. We caught that W. We out here. Let's get it. Yeah, 77 to 0 sounds good. It looked good. I didn't watch oh, it. Wow. Oh, yeah, they, they worked on I mean, you know, Savannah State is like the new FAMU, so uh, on the schedule. It's nothing like um, I told somebody yesterday, it's like when the varsity team got to play the JV squad in order to, you know, <laughs> get they self back, back on, man, we do this. This is what time it is. We can go out here and stomp people to kind of, you know, get their guts up. That That's kind of what yesterday was. And for them to do it with a shutout, it was just um, – there really was nothing else that we could ask for. And it was good to see that all our QBs got a little bump. Um, I think that it actually allowed us to understand a little bit more to the minor Rick and understand why he doesn't play them um, as much as we wanted him to as fans. But at the same time, it was good to see everybody out there. They did what needed to be done. And, uh, you know, we got to see that new turnover bling, too. What? I ain't watched the game. I was busy at a networking event pretty much the entirety of yesterday. Um, But it was Savannah State, so I'll catch the highlights after we finish here. You, you, the the, the main point was victory. The best point was zero uh, points by them to show that the defense did what they needed to do. Um, and I mean, ultimately, like I said, the the new turnover chain, they went all out with the bling. It's iced out to the fullest. I don't think you could probably put another diamond on that thing. And the season <laughs> out there just swinging in the wind, it was, it was uh, beautiful. Brought about three tears to my eyes for them three turnovers we got. The little piece that holds onto the chain, whatever they call it, is blinged out, man. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> Ice, yeah, that that joker. Man made it. So icy. Easy, Mr. Watt. Yeah, that joker, man. Um, like, I'm sure those are all diamonds. They got orange diamonds, green diamonds, white diamonds, whatever. They got a red, couple red ones. Everything. Uh, it's sick. Wow. And I guarantee you, I'm sure if you look it up, it's easy to find whatever jeweler created it and gave it to them because I, I 100% they're excited to be a part of, you know, K-Nation. I, w- I would expect it to be the same guy that did the first one. He just, re, uh, you know, revamped it, made it up. Uh, no, they, uh, nah, there's no revamp. This this is totally, totally different, man. Totally. Nah, they, you, there's no you at all. No, nah, it's just Ibis. Oh, it's just Ibis. No, nah, it's literally like the old and it's the it's old dope. Ibis. Old Ibis, like the original you, like symbol. It's just the Ibis, and he's just icy everywhere. He's frozen. Yeah, I think they, I think they anticipated everybody else copying us, and they're like, okay, how do we take it to yet another level? So, well, it's perfect though. It's also new revenue, right? You know what I mean? Because don't yeah. get it twisted. All of them use that um, Dub Nation, and everybody else is selling. Dime Life. Yeah, Don Life and Trust, you getting a piece of that, and it's, okay, if I keep on selling this same one, they already got it this year, 
I can maybe change a little bit, but they already they already got it. Now I'm just meeting people are gonna buy it. Now that I created a whole new version, guess what? It's the people looking at you like, oh, you got last year's joint. You you ain't got the new exactly. one. Exactly. You're gonna see real soon them artists come out. Everybody's gonna be trying to buy one. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get one because I know people that were ordering it in the off season. The yeah. Ibis one or the no the old one? The old one. Yeah. You wanna know they, what? They were all well, excited to go wear there. First off, y'all want to go ahead. Go ahead and, and finalize that. We just got this. <laughs> if you if you didn't know the voice already, that was our man, Coach K, out there. How how, how are you, sir? Oh yeah, hey man, I'm good. I'm just here. You know, I, I'm excited. I didn't get didn't get to see the game. I was on a plane coming back from Jersey because uh, I went up there to go hang out with Faison and go to the Eagles home opener. Uh, got that so dub. Got that dub. That was yeah. a good game. We got it, man. We got a dub the hard way though. You stay for the whole game. Yeah, we stayed for the whole game. Um, I tell you what, man, that, that first half was so long for us. We were just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, we already started late because of lightning and thunder. Mm-hmm. And then um, when it finally started, it was just like, man, I guess right. they don't want to throw the ball today. I don't know <laughs> what that was, man. I was definitely expecting to see them air it out uh, a lot more. But then with Alshon Jeffrey not being on the field and Nelson Aguilar being you know, basically it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was interesting, but the defense held up whole game and we got that win towards the end. It was very uh a little bit of uh you know, deja vu and whatnot with them calling a penalty at the end of the game. They gave them another shot right there on the goal line and Man, Julio Jones just can't score no touchdowns, man. Like I don't know what it is. Like that dude is just barred from the end zone. Well, listen, by the time they get there, he's tired because of all the work he put in to get to get <laughs> yeah. Come on, Tevin Coleman, Devontae yeah. Freeman. You got to get in there. Yeah, I mean, he, was really, he was really their only offense. Like, and it was, that's what made it terrible. It was just like, come on, man. We know where they're going to do. We know where they're going. Mm-hmm. But they, they never doubled them. They left the one guy on them the whole game. It's like, then don't break. Then don't break. But, uh, yeah, man, and uh, got to hang out with uh, Asher was up and the wife was up, and we got to hang out with uh, EJ and Art and Namdi and Arenze. And let me tell you all something. We talk about how big Namdi is. Arinze. Yep. Uh, he's, a little, he's a little smaller than Asher. But when I tell you this little boy is strong, oh, my gosh. Like, he can't walk quite yet. But he will be so imagine we went to this uh, – you know how Art always talks about the little gym? Yeah. So we went to uh, the little gym yesterday morning, and his class was right before um, Namdi's and Asher's. But he stayed – during Namdi's and Asher's, and imagine Namdi and a little boy, a little bit smaller than him, were in this uh, little rectangle shape, you know, the little uh, mats that they have, and you can put them in shapes. They're in that. Arenze, who's not even one years old yet, comes and is pushing the both of them. Mm. He's standing up supporting on them, but pushing them. I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, that is crazy. Wow. Yeah, he, he's he's gonna be a monster. He's gonna be on the D line. He he's definitely the enforcer of the crew. Uh, we went to breakfast yesterday brothers. morning, and uh, we're eating, and Namdi was like pushing him away. So Arenze's like going back with him pushing, and then as soon as Namdi stopped, he just lunged forward and slapped. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy, man. Like, just the force that he did it with, I was like, oh, my gosh. That little bro not playing no games. At all. <laughs> That's the 
He didn't yes. cry or anything when Namdi was pushing them. He just say, "Yeah, that's what you got. That's what you got. Okay, I got you. Go ahead, move your hand." <laughs> yeah, yeah build up that uh, like Ryu. <laughs> yep, I was like, "Wow, mm. terrible, easy man." Moving right along, uh, I want to spend, uh, send a special shout out, man. Prayers, condolences, and strength to the family of uh, Zerian Simpson, our fallen brother. He was in a tragic motorcycle accident about two weeks ago and fought hard, um, but got called home a few days ago. Uh, fall, spring 88, excuse me, uh, Trey Dog, man. We miss you. We love you. Uh, praying for strength to the family. Uh, I knew Z. Um, like I told y'all in the group, man, he was one of the first OD brothers that I met and actually bought me my line shirt, like my first line shirt. And it was the first day we met. So I'm this young, 18-year-old, 19-year-old guy he knows nothing about, but he just saw enough in me at that point in time to just, you know, go in his pockets and get me something that I couldn't have afforded myself because those shirts are expensive, man. And they, him and Layton spent, you know, some time with me. And it was just regular conversation. He was just an open dude um, from what I could tell. And we had – I've only met – I've only seen him a couple times from there. Mike, you know, you had a, a longer history with him. And I know, Carol, you had, you had uh, run-ins with him too. Uh, but just want to send that out to the family, man. I don't know, Mike, you want to speak on it a little bit? Yeah, it's been uh, like hit or miss. Like sometimes <clears throat> you think about this different thing because he was quiet. Um, so I had just thought moving into the house, he had made me these speakers. He told me like to buy the speakers. He would put it together. These speakers end up turning almost like a $750 set of eight foot by three foot wide boxes that I couldn't even fit into the apartment that I was living in. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? It was like, I got it, I got it. Like, man, I could have spent a hundred dollars and go and got me some speakers. It's like three weeks later, and what the size of these? Um, but it was cool. It was cool. He was a good bro. Like, he was. He was definitely a, uh, a a good balance to the OD brothers at that time with Forrest and Greg and Otis and kind of all of that getting crazy. You got Z on the other side. Like, hey, let's go fishing. So. Good, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, man, that dude was always smiling, man. Well, he was smiling when I saw him. I, I he never was got... always smiling. He was always yep. smiling. Always smiling. And, <laughs> you know, if you having a bad day, Z, you know, would see you. And when he got excited, his voice would go high. <laughs> <laughs> so he would be talking to you, and his, oh, his, no. his smile was so like, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, so man, you know, it just, uh, yeah, man, he's going to be missed, man. I haven't spoke to Z in years. Um, I remember when he was working on computers and he had my computer for the longest. <laughs> yeah, a garage full of them too. Right. <laughs> but, but when my computer came back, man, it worked wonderfully, man. And he just, and he was just that guy, man. If he could help you, he would. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. Um, I also want to send another shout out to one of the fans, one of the listeners. I don't know if you guys caught the comment on uh, the last, not the last episode, uh, but um, 84, when we P PBI versus uh, PWI. Christina Stewart says she loved the intro, fellas, when we was talking about the urination and my inability to be uh, <laughs> in the room with my uh, lady. She uh she she uh said she loved the intro. She hadn't laughed that hard since like um uh, a, <laughs> <laughs> a past morning show. I think she cared, compared us to like Russ Parr or some something like that. But it was uh it was no, good. Was good glad that she could enjoy that that conversation. 
Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and it actually was crazy because um, yesterday I got some uh, some live feedback. I actually paid, played the podcast for a, a group of friends after the uh, networking event. And it was funny because I've never been in the room while people are listening. So it's like, it was weird for me to listen to myself when we first got started, right? But now in the room with them and listening and like, they're, they're, we paused the podcast probably like every 10 or 15 minutes because there was some poignant point or something either Fresh said or Carol said that sparked an alter uh, conversation. And I'm just sitting in the room like, wow, oh, look at this, man. This is, this is our work, man. Uh, the growth, yeah. We're we, we doing this, man. That's it felt funny, really, man. It felt really, really good, man. I wanted to share that with y'all, man. I think it was, uh, was that last weekend that you had uh, Maddie's party, BJ? Yeah. So last weekend, um, somebody that went to school during my early time and mm-hmm. Mike D's time, actually, um, Chanel Deal, shout out to Chanel. Uh, she was at um, BJ's house, and they hadn't connected on that tip as of yet, as in, you know, alumni and who you know. Uh, yeah, I, looked, I, didn't know she, I didn't even know she was alumni. She, she saw my tags and stuff, and stuff in the house. That's how it came up initially. Yeah, and then she started talking about the podcast. Wow. So it's crazy. I was just like, we just don't even understand how many people actually listen. And that, man, look, we're thankful for all of you, but we, we want to know that you're listening. So that's what I be trying to tell people, man. It's like, listen, it's crazy because the stats are the stats. And I look at them, you know, week to week, and I see some growth, some ups and downs and everything. But, you know, it's always a surprise when you get in the room and then you, you know people who know you from our Facebook, you know, advertisements or whatever. And it's like they won't leave a comment on the page, though. Like, I'm like it's right. great. I love getting the text messages and I love yeah. to see the conversation that starts. But leave it on the uh, leave it on the podcast, man. Let the uh, know. One, a great quote. I don't know who originally said it, but give people their flowers while they're here. Right. It's everybody wants to wait until it's done or gone. And I guarantee if we said this was our last one, all of a sudden we're getting all types of texts and, and, and Facebook posts of, hey, what do you got me on the stop? And this, I've been listening the whole time. And let us know now. We appreciate it. We love it. We, um, you know, it helps keep us motivated to continue doing what we are doing when we hear that we are actually uh, reaching the people that we we hope to reach while we enjoy doing this for ourselves our hope is that we are touching more people and and helping more people uh throughout this journey called life yes sir absolutely absolutely (coughs) so in that can i get it oh go ahead you you got it oh no i was giving just amen brother oh my see (laughs) to the background so in that uh no Deacon Jones messed him up. Because he's like, yes, sir. So boy, his little like two liner. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. follow. Say so, yeah, that's the that's the like, hey, that was my amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Stop being selfish with God. <laughs> but in all of that, uh, I guess uh, something that happened earlier, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, so the new boyfriend was in the in the room. So one of her sisters has a new boyfriend or whatever. We've been talking for a while and um, we've hung out with him uh, on a few occasions. So at the networking event after, you know, while everything is being set up, you know, he asked me, so how long you and Chris been talking? And he's the new guy. So 
I don't I, I understand how fresh it might be for him, but when he talked when he said that to me, it, it almost like it stung me because like I'm, I'm a grown man and this thing been going on for up upwards of ten years. So what do you mean talking or whatever? Um, so you know I laid it out for him the history and everything, but then I started to think it's like wow, you know we aren't officially married. Um, so when you say that, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend, lady, I'll probably use that term well after we get married, you know, just because it's ingrained in my vernacular at this point. But that it almost puts a level of pressure on me from, you know, the outside world because of how they view things. And even though I look at our relationship under the same confines, because we make the same decisions, we do the same things. And I understand through the great counsel that I get from you guys, things sort of change once you get on the other side, once you actually have that official title, but it, it still puts a little, it made me think about, you know, why haven't we necessarily made this thing, you know, super official? And I understand the reasons why, but how that looks to the outside world and how that same type of pressure might push people into situations where they might not have the same history, you know, that 10 years or five years or whatever. And they can like go into it and say, yeah, I know this person, I'm gonna get married. They might just be getting that, you know, three months, six months in, a year in. And they making this marriage decision and then you see it dissolve over the next couple of years or whatnot. So I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about it, get your take on it, because it, it, that, that pressure to propose, it almost got me in, in that moment. It's, it's hard, right? I mean, um, just coming out of an 11-year relationship, it's the pressures of outside people's thoughts and input along with the... Um, understanding of what you have at home can create uh, a weird, you know, and combustible dynamic. And there's, there's no finite way to know that that person that you met, whether it's a good choice within one month to get married, there, there are people who, you know, pretty much get married at first sight and, and last for a long time. There are people who, you know, uh, were in, you know, just talking for 10, 15 years, then get married and then get a divorce as soon as they get married. There, are, you know, there's no finite way to understand or know that dynamic along with knowing how your growth is going to compare with each other and, and, and what that's going to bring. So it's, there's no yes or no on it. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a complex gumbo that you know you have to season and salt yourself every time it's going to be something different because all of our relationships on here have been the same but different you know what i mean and that's the the, the crazy dynamic of life growth Faison, please put it on a shirt it's a complex gumbo and i'm thinking it on the back like what's your seasoning <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was yeah um, that's a perfect explanation because it's different but it's the same so i would say if you're responding to pressure no that would be my first because you said it's sort of that sort of take it out like it does so if it's pressure and you are not comfortable with what that change will be don't keep it like it is it works for you don't let the outside make anything um any decisions you want to make uncomfortable because then that won't be good because you'll constantly go back and think about what if and what it could have been and so forth and so on. It's got to be true to do it. So that's my advice. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and I will say this. Um, one, I know we just said leave comments and stuff. We believe that majority of our audience is female. So please don't jump on uh, Brett now and be like, well, what you waiting for? And all that stuff. Because I can totally see that. It doesn't and work. The other thing is, not at Fresh has announced that he's out of an 11-year relationship. Please don't start blowing up the inbox like, oh, Fresh, you you available? Um, hey, <laughs> hi, Fresh. You're my favorite podcast. <laughs> Meet black guys. Exactly. Don't don't get yourself in this chef's pot too early. You right. You would hear it's a complex gumbo. Um, but what I would say <laughs> is, man, that pressure is it's real and it's on both sides. It's not just the male; it's the female as well. And I think what happens is the people that apply that pressure, they don't apply that pressure and give you the keys to success, give you the, you know, start giving you the advice of what it's like to actually be married. All they talk about is the actual uh, uh, action of getting married and the excitement and all that stuff. They don't tell you that, you know, even during that you're going to get strained and, you know, one person's going to want one thing, the other one's going to want another thing. And then depending on who the couple is or who's involved, you know, the expense about it. And at the end of the day, it's just like, it's sad because you should start that support to keep the marriage and the union ahead of time. Right. Right. And not just leave it to a premarital counselor or to a pastor or a priest or whoever, uh, but we get so caught up in just the excitement of it. And, you know, I hate, I hate it. It makes my skin crawl when somebody, the first time that somebody heard a female got engaged, oh, let me see the ring. No, don't let me yeah. see the ring. Let me see your plan on how you're going to make yeah. your marriage strong. It's funny. Um, I was talking to um, some of my good friends this weekend. Actually, no, it was last weekend. I, I talked to the game. The other. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> but the wife, um, she's of Haitian descent. Uh, my friend is straight African American. We were having a conversation because when they first got uh, together, she used to always make him um, dinner every night, like rub his feet, all of this, you know, like old school wife, you know, making sure everything's straight for the husband when he comes home. That she said she was. That's how she was taught to, to raise, to treat her man. Him on the other side, straight African-American, he didn't see that growing up. And while it isn't that he doesn't appreciate it, it just got overwhelming that he was like, you know, you don't have to do this every night, pretty much is what it got to. That she internalized it as, you don't like it, and I'm never going to do it again. And now this has, you know, grown into something that is so much more than the original He's, he's not telling you stop it. He's not telling you he doesn't like it. He's not telling you he doesn't appreciate it. But he is overwhelmed with the impact of, hey, this no, this isn't what I saw and what I thought a man was supposed to. And, and you know, I I don't need a plate of a bunch of rice and, and, and just oh, meat. Oh, like, I was just about to say, that's what he's overwhelmed with. That, that's rice what said, uh, and sauce yeah. and all yeah. that. That's what, he, that's what he's overwhelmed with. <laughs> Literally had a conversation. There are so many other sides besides rice, and she got mad at him. Like, boy, rice, rice ain't is a not side. A side. 
That's the problem. Rice is not a side. That is crazy. Now it all makes sense. That all the Haitian homes that I've eaten in, like exactly, it it all makes sense. But 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 let me tell you guys. But let me tell you guys though, right? It is not just a Haitian home. Like it is a island home. It's an African home. Um, as I said, just just coming from Faison's, um, you know, they they have Auntie Grace. Shout out to Auntie Grace. I know you'll never hear this podcast unless Art plays it for you. But, um, <laughs> you know, she's from Nigeria, and we saw Wendy was getting food for Asher, and she put a little bit of rice on the plate, and Auntie Grace said, "Oh, that's not enough rice." <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? That's not enough rice for him. He needs more rice. And then, and then, uh, yeah, Namdi was eating, and Namdi Art gave him like his choice of like three different things. And I saw her looking out the corner of her eye, like, why did you give him all that stuff? He should just have the rice. And why? After he was done eating the other things, she came back. Okay, Namdi, eat your rice, right? Like that's all she kept pushing. She made sure he ate every grain of that rice. It was crazy. But anyway, man, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. But you were talking about what traditionally she used to do, and then what what where they're at now. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with having plentiful rice on your plate by any means. Um, but my point was not allowing um, that compromise in a relationship because that's ultimately what it got down to in the conversation when I was talking to her. Well, I was like, um, she was talking about her distaste for people who say relationships are 50-50, marriage is 50-50 because she's like, oh, you need to give 100% of yourself to it so you shouldn't be giving 50% of yourself. And so then I got into the don't be slick about the words because the meaning is more on the compromise of the situation and not trying to act like you're really supposed to be giving 50%. And so then it, it progressed into her not wanting to come. Well, pretty much this is how I was raised, so he should be able to accept it. But then there's all these ways that he was raised that you don't want to accept. So what really is going on? Ultimately, it led to nothing. But I wanted to bring to the people the fact that compromise should be in your relationship. And that that is a, a huge point of understanding in making that union that Brett was talking about. Absolutely, Where's your lines? Like, are your lines similar in the compromise or is there still a gap? And how big is that gap? And then on what issues does that compromise have? And sometimes you don't know that until later on. So you may not find a situation out till 12, 13 years in. That's why dating is so scary to me at this point, because to have to go through all of that all over with somebody else again, like it's It's still tough, right? But but, but here's the thing. I liken compromise in a relationship to people trying to figure out what the car is worth. And I think the problem is that people start their relationship compromise at the wrong point. They always have it at the beginning of the relationship. And that's that right? fine line that I was about to get into. Yeah. And, and I think the thing that they don't look at is so, so the people with the cars, <laughs> they think that their car was worth what they bought it for when they bought it. Not realizing that, no, somebody made money. There was, there was money there to keep the lights on, to pay the person to sell you the car, et cetera, et cetera. So you, most of the time, you don't even know what your car was worth when you originally bought it. You just know what, you could, yeah. what they could sell it for. Right. Right? And then I think in a relationship, what people always remember is what you started out doing, right? But not realizing that as time goes, you're going to change. 
both people change as time goes. So you have to reset your compromise point because yeah, I may have liked to eat mm, pork rinds, let's say, mm -hmm. right? Um, but okay. then as time goes, I realized that maybe that's not healthy for me. I'm more educated. I have more experiences now. So now I don't want pork rinds. Absolutely. And then you come tell me, well, I got these pork rinds for you. Why don't you eat them? You just let them stay there and they spoil. Well, that's not who I am anymore. Are, are you the same person? Uh, as you hear Asher knocking on the door, are you the same person that you yeah. were first started the relationship? And I don't think people ever look at that. Go ahead, BJ. I think the, the fundamental concept of what compromise is, and like you said, a lot of people I talk to now, I, I won't even, I'll talk about me in a second, but when I hear people out here dating, the things they compromise on now and then want to change in a relationship later on. Um, so a lot of the younger females that I hear talking about they're out dating, they can't find anybody, whatever, and they end up dating somebody for an extended period of time and catch a feeling for somebody after six months, a year, however long the time has been. But the things you compromise on in the beginning and never communicated. Um, for instance, if you're, if you start dating a guy and you don't like the fact that like one of the biggest things I heard from is like they play video games in all their spare time. I'm like, what was he doing that when you guys first met? Yeah, but I thought after we got together that he would change and um, spend more time with me and spend doing that. But that was that was one small example. But that was what he was doing when you met him. And you did not make that a statement. You did not say up front that this was a concern for you or if this is going to be what is going to be, then we're not going to be. I mean, things like that. It's a small thing, example I'm giving. But I was hearing a lot of females saying this, and a lot of guys, well, she was digging me. I don't really know what's going on. But um, after a while, it was just they're in, they end up in situationships. And expectations right? are, always tend to change over time. Exactly. Well. Um, and then, you, you know, like she started out with a certain level of expectation that probably wasn't properly communicated. Um, but she was she did not never communicated that right. to him. And was fooling herself that she was going to change him. Right. Mm -hmm. And then guys well, do the same thing. I'm not I'm putting it on females. Guys do the same thing, too. Right. Well, she'll change as time going or I can get her to do this or we'll do that. I mean, or or because we get a lot more caught up in the physical, we don't we, we think they're going to maintain the way that we met them. Correct. Yeah. Right. We don't realize it's going to be a change. Subliminal. Subliminal hopes, right? Subliminal um, um, standards in, in all of these things because the video games is one of the, the best examples you can break out, BJ, because they will not voice that concern until it's really deep in the relationship. And then when they voice it, there's an expect expectation of instant, like, I went from playing video games in all my spare time, and now I'm just going to instantly stop playing video games 100%. And no, that's not going to happen. So now you've got this rub of, but I thought it was okay, and oh, well, now it's not okay. That creates all of these, if you would have had that conversation earlier, it's not that you don't like him playing video games, but you wish he'd spend some more time with you. So so how you vocalize it is 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 how it, it can, you know, over time shift to what you need. But you can't expect that somebody was one way – when you first met them and now I'm just going to magically change because all of a sudden you made a statement. Correct. I don't, I don't think it's a, but, and, and I think it, it stems from that expectation thing. And I think for us as men, you know, women and the way that they mature, 
um, they expect us to mature along those same lines. But I tell females who, come, who encounter these types of issues in the dating game or whatever, um, that you can, you, you can help dictate or move along that process. So if this is an actual thing, the video games thing, there's a way to go about it to see if that works for you or not. Um, especially if this individual is not the most productive because of the video game all day. Um, but to just go in with this unreasonable expectation that it's just going to stop overnight, you know, it's just a recipe for disaster. You may as well just walk away right now. But if there's a weaning process or something along those lines, I mean, that definitely helps more, especially if this is something you knew you was getting yourself into beforehand. And I, let's not lie. It's an addiction, right? Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. We were just talking about it in, with our kids. Like, it's, it's yeah, an addiction. So there's, no, there's no difference that you can't expect somebody to quit cold turkey. And, and listen, addiction doesn't have to be video games. Some females are addicted to shopping. You know, there are there are different addictions that you can have in regardless of what it is to to assume that there can be a cold turkey stop. You have to even with hard drugs, heroin, heroin, you still have to make a plan <laughs> in order to go ahead and, and execute yourself getting off of it. If you try to just go cold turkey, unless you're in jail and, and are not able to get nothing, there's gonna be even then, severe penalties. We all just watched the Bobby Brown story. We saw what he had to deal with when he got out. Still got to find that. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, there's Sean no way. Yep. That, that compromise is understanding. What you just said is keto, but that plan to do it. And it's not a just him quit. And we're going to stick that example. It's not just him quitting. It's what are you two going to do together to fill in that time to show, like a Brett said, a plan that, okay, so I, I'm being really rigid here, but okay, so. We're gonna spend an hour watching a TV show like together right here and there before it gets that's the worst. Thing, that's probably one of the worst things you could do. I got a really good. Okay, uh, well, I'm I'm trying to think outside the box here, but well, TV <laughs> show is like people try to do that, but I know me, like especially if I'm working, like I'm gonna get in the bed and fall asleep. But well, to get a little I, more intimate. But the thing was, she's there. They're two together with the plan. <laughs> I understand what you're saying because I'm the same way. I like look. You want to watch a movie? Let's watch a movie tonight. Uh, you see, so yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a, the thought process is there. I think that's a, a spending time is the ultimate goal, right? Right. But here, here's some actionable, and me and my lady did it for a while, and then she got too busy with dental school. Um, but we got a shoebox, right? And we would just put random pieces of paper, but we write a, a phrase or um, a topic or anything on a piece of paper and put it in a box and that we would spend like a certain amount of time either each night or a week uh in the box we go and pick out a piece of paper and we just talk so you got you, you spending that time together and typically that's something that most women want to do anyway but it allows you all to get to know each other in a more intimate fashion than just kind of sitting there and being slaves or zombies to a box you know what i'm saying on tv watching you know the walking dead or something yeah i'm definitely an encourager of get out and get out i like that like that too. He dropped. He dropped the real gym. A right. real gym. Counselor Brad. My five male listeners. He just, he just put some juice on you right there now, fella. Put some juice on. You. Yeah, that was, that was fire. Go ahead. What are we gonna say, Brett? I was saying that's what happens when you've been unofficial for you know that that long. You gotta you, you figure out ways to be. Creative. You gotta come up with creative ways. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I want because uh, I, I mean we well, can't. I want to say, Brett, like, so when you say this, this, the new guy asks a question, whatever, 
um, been in the same position a few years ago um, for a while then. Um, but the thing about it was I didn't see it as, I didn't categorize it as pressure, but just kind of reminders of I need to figure out what's going to happen and where I want to go. Because I obviously, I mean, and I'm not trying to put anybody's relationship in, in the same spot like I did mine, mm-hmm. but something has to happen sooner mm-hmm. or later. And that, it's not, not going to go for another 10 years. No. Like, so something's going to happen. And if it's going to be a negative one, I need to think about all the pieces that are moving in this wheel. If I don't see this going past, um, going to the next level and actually making that commitment. So it really got to a point where, okay, so what are we really going to do? Um, do I see even the things we're going through now? Do I see us overcoming these things and, and being together together? And if that's not the case, we need to start talking about what are we going to do and how are we going to make this happen? Absolutely. At that point in time for me, it was kids involved. Absolutely. And like this kids involved now. So, so at the realization that, yeah, this time had been here, but this time is not going to double. Hell, I don't know if another year or two years is even going to go by before it gets to a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And that breaking point can come from either side. So it's not just a one side of putting it on her or putting it on you. Mm-hmm. But that, that realization, okay, something has to happen and something has to change and steps toward whatever that is has to start occurring. The longer you put it off, the worse it's going to be. And that's what we kind of agree That's the one that. piece I think I can add to it because I went through that a couple years ago. Absolutely. I mean, it definitely sparked a conversation, but everything you just said is exactly what we we agreed to. So, right, and and that's the thing. You, you guys have a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 you you built a timeline on okay, this 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 and this, and then we'll make this step, right? Which man, you guys are putting a plan together, and how many people actually put a plan together past? Let's plan the wedding, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that night that is over. A lot of people walk out and they're like, oh, man, what are we going to do with the rest of our life? And then you look over and you're just like, oh, man, I didn't realize it. It's, it's you? For real? <laughs> right? And, and, and that's when things change. So, look, man, you follow your plan, man. Yeah. Don't let titles, don't let titles interrupt that at all. Follow your plan. Yeah. And definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in you because the new guy – hasn't even earned the right to ask questions like (laughs) it was so funny man like i told y'all in the beginning like just to use that word talking to me it's like you got to kind of understand and not to you know downplay him or anyway like but the ignorance that comes with being a new guy so it's like yeah initially i was ready to like attack i was like what do you mean talking to like don't talk like that. We can't use those words. But well, you should have hazed them. Right. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known it for two days, man. Where you been? <laughs> nah, that's cool. But, but again, it's perception because he's looking at you guys like, man, they got a beautiful thing. Like, what is wow. It? You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there. there's something in him that he's just like, man, if I had that, I would already made that move. It you know could be. <laughs> I, I wasn't talking about you know if he had Chris. Chris, that's not what I was saying. I know you listen, but he's looking at your no, 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 no. he's looking at your situation like the situation. Yeah, man. If my girl was was about to be a dentist, wow! I get paid. I go buy all the video games I want to play. No, I can't wait, man. I can quit. You know, be at the crib all day. Don't fool yourself. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, man. So we talked about the game a little bit uh, in the beginning. But I heard that we got some uh, some turnover items coming out now, some counterfeits and everything. You know, they say the best form of flattery is imitation. And it, it, it mustered itself up a little bit at the end of last year. Yeah, we had and, Oregon and their little chain. We all knew what would happen. Um, but to, to, to see the display that FS Boo has decided to create, um, to bring out a red backpack. This is a real thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this isn't even like me. Um, like clowning, like we we being serious for a moment. A <laughs> backpack. It said that they are securing the bag, but they colors is crimson. They couldn't even get a color, nothing the same color as they school. At least yet they bringing out a bag because they said they're securing the bag. Listen, at least go pay the Wells Fargo man for a money bag. And and if you got a diet red, then do that, right? Crimson, whatever you want to call it. But that's listen. They need to take that door of the explorer self and go look to find a. Um, right, we've been we've been on this for one minute. That's all. They, that's all the time attention they get. Let's go. No, I, I I will say this though. I feel bad for that coach. He gonna get fired. Will he tired? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. fired. He ain't gonna last more than more than two seasons at the most. Oh, he's not making it past this summer. He's fired. Did they lose? Did they they lose? No, they won. It was one in the last five minutes of the game. They were behind until the last five minutes of the total game. Five six minutes. Got totally embarrassed on that. Samford. I had to go look up who the hell Samford was. Right. Oh, you just with an M? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In Alabama, school in Alabama, like yeah. They got Stanford. Had, no, I didn't say Stanford. I said Stanford. <laughs> and and Jimbo played good yesterday against Clemson. Yeah, That's Jimbo not. had Texas. Uh, we're not going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to my story about the turnover chain, though, right? <laughs> so <laughs> last week after our, our our L, I was uh, and a matter of fact, right before the um the game last weekend, I went ahead. I was like, you know what? I ain't got my chain. I'm going to go ahead and place this order. Boom. Press in. Hit that PayPal up. Turnover chain is on en route. So Friday, I'm leaving my house. It's the new so one, right? In, yeah, I'm up in Winter Garden now. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. So I'm up in Winter Garden now, right? Um, I had to come down for the game yesterday, uh, Friday. I'm hoping that the mail comes. Boom. Hold on, pause fresh. Oh, man, I was just about to give a shout-out to Lil Mike. Lil Mike was on. Now he doesn't have headphones anymore, so he can't hear us. But make make him listen to the replay, Mike. <laughs> there it is. One time for Mike. Um, so Friday comes, of course, the mail comes. I have nothing. I promise you, on my way to the game yesterday, my sister-in-law sends me a text. Hey, is this the package you were looking for? And literally on the way to the game, my turnover chain has arrived at the house. So, you know, I'm a little salty because I don't have it to wear to the game, of course, because I was fly rocking my arm. I got my chain shorts on. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready to be. Country fresh, baby. (laughs) I was ready to be in it. But I don't have a turnover chain, so, you know, I'm a little little down deep. 
But oh, that's awesome. Then in the game, <laughs> turnover thing happens, and they pull out that new joint. My heart dropped down like my five more notches because now I'm like, not only is the joint late, that was super late because it ain't so they actually did you a favor. <laughs> it's a, the gift and the curse. Now I just gotta like put it on the wall or something. Like, just, like you know, a, a memory. Uh, I remember when it first started. That's how so, I feel about my Galaxy Watch, man. I got to return that joker. Right. <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, I'm gonna send it back. I'll keep the chain, but can you send me a new emblem? <laughs> when the new one comes, go on, just make my order for this one. Right. That's funny. <laughs> oh, we sticking with you, fresh man. We need the fresh and biz for this week, man. What you got for the people? Um, compromise versus settle, right? In business, you need to learn to compromise. But as an entrepreneur, you're gonna have times when you have that feeling in your heart of, man, I know I'm right. I shouldn't compromise. I shouldn't do this. And that's when you need to understand the difference of compromising versus settling. When you compromise, there might be um, a, a feeling of, oh, my, I, I'm giving something away. But sometimes you have to give in order to get. Versus settling is, is just, you know, giving up more than you should and just settling on what's, what's happening. So you have to be able to cross that finite line of understanding the diff difference between compromising in order to execute and propel yourself into success versus settling and, and, and in a sense laying down and not allowing yourself to continue the good fight. So that's what we got this week. Fresh in the biz, numero uno, entrepreneur, ninja, power. There it is. Before we get up out of here, I want to remind you all, you can get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Catch the videos on Vimeo and YouTube. Leave us comments. Please leave us comments. We love your comments. And as you see, we'll shout you out on the 13th floor. If you want to get connected with us, follow us on all social media. It's at 13th floor, please, on all social media. Coach K, take us home. Oh, man. In honor of uh, just our, our, our fallen brother. He was a brother to us all. He was a fellow Kane. Um, I'm going to keep it simply Simpson as we go out on this one. Um, man, be that happy moment in somebody's daily life. Uh, when I tell you this dude always walked around smiling, he smiled so hard you couldn't even see his eyes. His eyes were closed when he smiled. <laughs> 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 and, and, and he would always tilt his head up a little bit when he did it. But, man, be that shining moment in somebody's day. Um, you never know how you'll impact them. Um, and, and just change the course of their day. Be that positive energy. Uh, don't always walk around thinking that, you know, this is it. This is life. You know, you messed around, felt the pressure to get married, and now you, you're grumpy. Um, find a way <clears throat> to be that positive light. Be that smile. Love you, Z. Love you, Z. Love you, Z. Roo-roo. We out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening here with us on the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best. But the views are amazing. Hollow. 85. The 13th floor. What's your Cinco? Yeah. Cinco, man. The 13th floor. floor.